Welcome to the Train With Abs podcast where I talk about everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, health, mental health, business, you name it, we talk about it. I'm going to be releasing a new episode every single Monday so make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to it depending what your viewing is on so that you can make sure to never miss an episode. You probably will know me from my Instagram, which is abs underscore eats with three S's. I have my YouTube and TikTok as well if you want to head over and follow those if you don't already. And my business, Train With Abs, which has its own Instagram account with that handle as well. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Any suggestions I'm always happy to take. Just feel free to message me them on Instagram and enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to another podcast. I'm feeling a bit smug today because I'm recording this before I go away so that this should go up, fingers crossed, as long as my Wi-Fi is okay in the middle of the ocean, um, this should be going up on the correct day. So thank you for joining. And today I thought it'd be interesting to talk about how to move from tracking to intuitive eating. So a while ago I did a post on my Instagram just asking podcast topics um, that you guys want to hear and this came up a lot, kind of how to stop tracking, how to move to intuitive eating, etc. So I thought I would explain kind of both the benefits of moving away the potential cons and some ways that I help my clients and suggest my for my clients to do it so um what is tracking versus what is intuitive eating pretty much what it says on the tin so for tracking I would say that means that it, you were tracking your food you're writing it down you are aware of often aware of the calories that you put in it when I talk about tracking I am talking about tracking calories rather than just um like a food diary so yeah that is what I would consider to be tracking calories or tracking food and intuitive eating I would describe to be just eating to your hunger signals when you are hungry honoring that if you fancy a bit of food you have it you're not weighing out every bit of your food you're not um calculating your calories at the end of the day and that is what I would define as intuitive eating so why the hell would some people want to move away from tracking to intuitive eating a big one that comes up with people is just to feel more flexible and more relaxed with food you definitely can have a great relationship with food and track your calories at the same time it's definitely possible. I have so many clients that do it and often you can get yourself to the point where you can just hop in and out of tracking. I do exactly that. I have a great relationship with food now. That wasn't always the case, but I do now and I can very easily track or not track just depending on what my goals are and what I feel like doing and it doesn't really impact me either way. So it's not that tracking is bad. I think sometimes now, especially when there's this like anti-diet culture movement coming in, which definitely has its positives, um, but it's like everything to do with calories is the devil and actually that's really not the case. Um, so yeah, I think though that is a big one for people, maybe when uh, they can be a bit too obsessed with counting calories or it causes them too much stress or they don't feel like they're able to be flexible with it, then that is a big one because the numbers aren't attached to it so much. Again, I would argue that you can still work on that and track if you wanted to, but you definitely don't have to track your calories and that's a big reason why a lot of people move away from it. Another reason um, that some people move away to it, less common, but to pay more attention to quality rather than just the numbers, because in theory, you could hit all your targets unless you had some for like vitamins and minerals too, but most people just track uh, calories, protein, carbs, and fats. So that's how most people go about it. And that means that you could essentially maybe just eat kind of marshmallows and burger and cake all day and still hit your macros, which arguably for a day isn't the end of the world. But if you're doing that every single 
single day, then probably you're gonna miss out on some key things that you need to feel good from the inside out. So some people find that they actually pay a lot more attention because they don't have all this brain energy being used to kind of put in the grams of every single ingredient that they're using and don't feel like they have to check everything they then have this space to kind of think okay well what makes a balanced plate have I got enough fruit and veg in this have I got a protein source etc so intuitive eating doesn't completely mean like eating with your eyes closed and having no idea what you're putting in your mouth you can still make the effort to include protein sources or include good carbohydrates or whatever um but yeah some people mean find sorry I'm recording this at 11 p.m so my brain's a bit gone but some people find that um you know if they stop tracking they focus on quality rather than just the numbers which is obviously really beneficial and a nice break for some people as well and also it's good to be able to have that relationship with tracking where you can just hop in and hop out as you please so sometimes people just want to stop tracking to test that out and to get to that point but some cons of not tracking, just because again, you don't have to track, but equally tracking isn't necessarily the devil, it's just about what's right for you. So it is obviously, if you're not tracking, a bit more difficult to accurately manipulate your intake for a specific goal. So say for example, someone was at a pretty high body fat percentage, they needed to lose fat for their health, um, but they really didn't want to track calories. It definitely can be done, but obviously it's just a little bit more tricky than if you know exactly what's going into your body, if you know that you're in a calorie deficit, because ultimately that is what you need to lose fat. So it can be a bit more difficult to do that. Um, and on the flip side as well you know one reason why I would argue that for a lot of people tracking actually is a really positive thing if done right uh, because I use it to reverse people's calories up so there's people who have been you know borderline starving themselves for even a decade sometimes and then we slowly build their calories up and the tracking is actually keeping them accountable to me to eating more and that's a really positive thing so equally if you're doing that you, yes you can definitely do that without as in do a reverse or do a cut or whatever your aim is you can do it without tracking it's just a bit more difficult it's a bit more difficult to adjust things accurately things may vary week on week so it's just a little bit more challenging not impossible but you may find that the progress you get in either direction is a little bit more slow and also on the accountability side of things with both actually whether you're being accountable to someone in terms of sticking to a calorie deficit or building your calories up whatever end of the spectrum it is if you know that you're hitting the number that you're meant to hit it's a bit more you know you're showing for example your coach or someone your weekly average calories for the week as opposed to if you can't really tell them they've just got to go off your word that you kind of ate more or ate less and and that's kind of what you have to go off your perception, which often can be diff different and difficult. Um, so that kind of leads me on to another potential con is that often I find that people, when they are not tracking, grossly underestimate or overestimate how much they eat. So using both examples, um, you know, often people think that they eat a lot more than they do. And that's often a fear that when people stop tracking, they're so worried about overeating that often they end up undereating, if anything. And I see it all the time, you know, people stop eating, uh, stop tracking, sorry. And then suddenly they'll find that all their measurements are dropping and all their weight is dropping. And then they look at it and it's like, oh, my energy's been really bad this week and I really don't know why. And then we kind of look at it and it's like, well, you know, you haven't been eating enough. So it is actually pretty well, easier than people think um, to under eat when you are intuitive eating. But the same way on the flip side, again, if someone's aiming for fat loss, there's uh, these calories that, you know, you may not realize that you even having like having a spoonful of peanut butter after you make your toast or whatever these things that because you're not calculating it you're not really thinking about it and you actually 
end up eating a lot more calories than you think that you're having and then wonder why the fat loss isn't happening and it's just because you're not in a calorie deficit because maybe you're having more calories than you realize so again for everything it works both ways and I think it is really important to highlight that tracking isn't just for losing fat as I keep saying it can be so useful for people trying to build muscle people trying to build up their calories people trying to heal their relationship with food it's not the right thing for everyone but actually for a lot of people it really has changed their lives I mean it sounds a bit dramatic but again I had so many people come to me maybe on well very low calories and now they're completely different end of it along the way we've worked on being less restrictive with food so although they have been tracking they're a lot more flexible they're eating way more calories they understand that they can eat a hell of a lot more and it's just really really positive so again I'm not for tracking or anti-tracking I'm not for intuitive eating or against it but I do think it's important to kind of realize that there definitely are pros and cons of both um so those are kind of the two main cons is just that it's a bit more difficult to accurately track and manipulate your intake for whatever goal you want to do which is fine for some people some people don't really mind and if you're just aiming to maximize your performance make sure you're having a good source of carbs pre-workout maybe some carbs and protein post-workout having enough food throughout the day and then you probably that's probably good enough you know you don't need to be doing things gram for gram unless maybe you're like an elite athlete or something like that um and the second one is just the common trap of being so scared of overeating that you often end up under eating when you're intuitive eating so how to move from tracking to intuitive eating if you've kind of heard those pros and cons and thinks that it's still for you um so there's kind of two different ways you can go about it the first one is kind of cold turkey and you literally just delete my fitness pal and you stop tracking and although that probably sounds terrifying for most people it does work for a few um one of my clients she was kind of really worried about not tracking she had used it as a form of control for a very very long time and it was useful for us to build up her intake but kind of got to the point where she was like do you know what I think actually it's going to be good for me to stop tracking so that's that was our next kind of goal and we tried slowly moving away from it but it just wasn't working too well so then we we're like okay let's just try stopping deleting my fitness power and just stopping altogether and although it was a little bit hard at times and at times she kind of had the temptation to go back and track overall it was absolutely fine and completely the right thing for her but what we did to kind of mitigate that huge change um going from completely tracking every single thing to the gram to nothing at all is for a while I suggested that she did a food diary so instead of being like 50 grams of chicken 40 grams of rice or whatever the hell it was uh, to track down those and count the calories she would just do a much more basic version and she'd just kind of write it down in a notepad and just be like breakfast porridge with banana, lunch, chicken curry, snack, don't know, poppadoms. And um, and then she, at the end of the week, she would send me the food diary. And then after some time went on, she would then still do the food diary, but not be sending it to me anymore. And then eventually she felt that she didn't need that anymore. So she still in some ways was eased away from tracking, but the number side of things just went straight away. And that worked really well for her. Other people, I think if I suggested that, they'd probably um, fire me as their coach, I don't know, or leave or just get completely freaked out, which is completely fair enough because with everything, it's not one size fits all with fitness or nutrition or anything in life. So moving away from it slowly would be probably the more common approach. So some ways that I would suggest to do that would be to start off literally really, really simple with maybe a meal off tracking per week. And this is what I do suggest with the majority of my clients or the ones that I feel you wouldn't kind of just do this anyway because some people do and some people just have a relaxed approach with tracking and, and that works for them um but for some people that's a really really huge deal to be able to have a meal off tracking and I would always suggest 
eat so say for example you're going to go out for dinner eat as normal in the day so you can if you really need the kind of decision making taken out of it then i would literally copy what you ate the day before so have the same breakfast have the same lunch have the same snacks so by the end of the day you've got about the same amount of calories left that you would have had for your normal dinner and then maybe you eat out and then you don't track in reality is that going to take you slightly over your calories probably yes but is that going to have a huge impact on your weekly average or on your body composition probably not at all you know you'd have to eat 700 calories more than your target in a day to even increase your weekly average by 100 calories which is probably going to do nothing especially if you're kind of thinking about maintaining maintenance is definitely more of a range than a specific number whereas when we're going for a deficit we're trying to be under a certain amount a surplus we're trying to be over a certain amount so probably an increase of a weekly average of about 100 calories or 200 calories it's probably still within your range of maintenance you may find that if you're doing your body stats and everything the day after that meal out then maybe they've increased a bit because you've got that food sitting inside of you you've got some water retention etc but is having a meal out going to make you gain a load of fat 99.9% of the time absolutely not so starting with something small like that or even something that can't be tracked so maybe one of your snacks rather than having a cereal bar you go to the bakery and pick out something that you don't know the exact calories of and yes you could guess but you're not going to know 100% you haven't weighed out all the calories and um, that's something that does really help to start to get the relaxation away from tracking going so that would be step one and then with time maybe people would like to have one day off tracking or two days off tracking a week so then they're still tracking some days also that can help with avoiding like the under eating and still some of the cons that I was talking about in terms of you know not being able to accurately manipulate your intake or not really having a clue what how much you're eating in some circumstances it can kind of help because if you're tracking sometimes but not others you still got a guide on those days where you have tracked and if it's obviously what you eat on the track days is vastly different to what you have on the untracked days you can look at that and be like okay I think I'm either under or overeating when I'm not tracking so I can just slightly adjust what I'm having so it looks a bit more similar to my track days so that's something that can be really helpful and then maybe with time if someone wants to completely stop tracking those untracked days become more and more track days become less and less and then they've eventually just kind of eased themselves out of it um i would say though if you are having times where you are tracking some days but not tracking others although it can be really helpful to have untracked days on weekends that's typically when more people have social plans and stuff and that's great i would say if you were having say two track two untracked days and five tracked days there are seven days in a week that's right abs um yeah so if you are having it like that then i would probably suggest not having it as saturday and sunday off tracking um it works for some people and for some people it actually just gives them that freedom that they they need and it's um yeah it's a lot better but i think for some people it does encourage that kind of all or nothing i'm gonna track all my food and work really hard monday to friday and then completely sabotage at the weekend and that doesn't even necessarily mean sabotage in terms of um overeating it could be undereating could just be not paying attention to protein then having pretty crap recovery it it totally depends on the person but it can make people feel like even if they're not it can give this sensation of feeling like they're kind of on it on the weekdays and then falling off it on the weekends which obviously isn't a good habit to get into so I would suggest doing it completely randomly and being like you know having a untracked day or maybe like a Tuesday and then an untracked day on a Saturday so you still have that time where you've got a bit more freedom or it can be flexible you know you could say I'll just have an untracked day on a day 
when I've got plans and then an untracked day on just a random day because I think as well it really does help to eliminate any kind of rules that people have around food often people are slightly more willing to have foods that make them more anxious on the weekends than the weekdays because they've convinced themselves that calories don't count on the weekends or whatever it happens to be so by kind of normalizing and not tracking on a random weekday where they wouldn't be maybe as inclined to go overboard with the food or whatever um you know it can really help to ingrain like okay untracked doesn't mean I go absolutely wild and eat completely differently it just means I'm not weighing things out I'm not tracking it down but it's still just kind of a normal day of food I'm just listening to my hunger so I think that that can probably be a better way to approach it And for anyone that's kind of listening that is in the situation themselves and they're looking to move away from tracking but they are quite anxious to do it, a couple of nuggets that might make it a little bit easier for you. So the first one is, I might freak a few people out, but when you have a packet of something, it says the amount of calories on it and protein and whatever, that is 99% of the time not completely accurate. Um, Although they can make good estimates, sometimes these labels can be even 10 or 20% off what the actual amount of calories is. So even if you're tracking everything completely to the gram, you might still not be tracking the right calories. So you may think that something, for example, is 200 calories, but it may actually be 300 calories or 100 calories. So there's nothing you can do about that. And I think it's still good to use those if you are tracking, you know, just use what it says on on the packet, you know, don't overthink it too much. But in reality, there's going to be some discrepancies between the actual calories that you're having and the calories that you think you're having, even if you're doing everything in your power to track everything as accurately as possible. So I think sometimes when you understand that it can really like flick the switch in your head, it's like, oh, I actually do not exactly know or control how many calories I eat, even if I did everything in my power to. So, um, and nothing awful has happened to you. You didn't know that information before, maybe. You know that information now. It's not, nothing else has changed, just apart from that you're aware of it. And uh, and I think that that can really help to understand that, because it is a form of control, right? And the fear is, if I'm not in control, if I eat more than I think that I can, then my body, or less than I think that I can, then my body's going to completely change. And that is often very much not the case. Um, So that's something that does really help. And also patience and timing, you know, sometimes it can be really frustrating if you try to move away from tracking and you just can't and you are drawn back to it and you feel disappointed in yourself and it just feels like a cycle of deleting my fitness pal and re-downloading and deleting and re-downloading. But sometimes it takes a couple of tries to move away from it. And even if you're doing something as simple as having an untracked meal per week, if your goal is to, you know, move away from tracking, that is still progress. And sometimes it takes time. And especially if you are fixing your relationship with food, sometimes you know like I said tracking can be helpful or sometimes you just need time time is obviously a big healer as long as you are still challenging these things that make you anxious um so you know take it from someone that was very very anorexic and now has a fantastic relationship with food it can be done but it just takes a lot of time and a lot of persistence but if you do carry on then you'll get there but as I said at the beginning tracking it isn't the devil it's not um there's nothing wrong with it it is just largely personal preference and what works for you and that also is likely to change over time um so in terms of how much structure you need it's kind of up to you when you are intuitive eating you know some people most of us tend to eat relatively similarly day to day unless you work like really weird shift patterns or something you know we tend to have similar breakfast similar lunch similar dinner we are creatures of habit so you will probably find that you end up eating 
relatively the same calories day to day maybe more when you're socializing or on a weekend or whatever but it probably won't be completely drastically different every single day unless maybe you're on holiday or something so I think as well just understanding that intuitive eating doesn't mean complete craziness um and it just means structure but in a different way and being a bit more responding to maybe hunger signals a little bit more then um then you know it seems a little bit less scary but equally if you do want to track you can still do these things you can still listen to your hunger signals you can still go over your calories if you need to so i think it's just perception of what they both consist of in terms of what tracking is to you and if it's something that is really too intense then you can still track but you could move away from that or if intuitive eating is the right thing and you want to get rid of those numbers then definitely do so so I hope this was helpful if you are thinking about doing it then try some of those strategies that I have given I do apologize if I seem a bit slow in this podcast like I said it's like nearly half 11 at night now my brain is a bit scrambled but I'm glad that I can get this out fingers crossed um and yeah have a fantastic week I'm hoping there'll be another episode for you next week and thank you very much for joining thanks for listening to this podcast i'll be back with another episode next monday please remember to subscribe to it and like it if you enjoyed and want to make sure that you don't miss another episode and remember to follow me on my social media channels i will leave the link to all of them in the description 